Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Good morning, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving 2020. And welcome to the Best Ever You Network's annual Thanksgiving Day Gratitude Show. This show was started completely by accident. Uh, many years ago, uh, when my son and I decided on Thanksgiving to test some new audio equipment, and everybody started calling in, and it was so cool, so we turned it into a complete gratitude show, and uh, then Gary Kobat and I have co-hosted this show for many years, and this year, he is busy this morning, and so what we decided to do was have our other really dear friends join us who've been so Fun to work with and collaborate with this year at the Best Ever You Network and years prior. But Sally Huss is going to be co-hosting with me. You all know Sally. She's amazing. And I will bring her on in just a second. But I wanted to give a shout out to Gary Kobat and say thank you so much for all you've done for so many years. We've collaborated for so long. And happy Thanksgiving to you, Gary, out there in Los Angeles. And um, it, it, I know a lot of you uh, know that he um, had heart valve surgery. Um, and so he uh, he's He's been recovering from that for a while, but he's he's good and recovered and helps other people and does a bunch of things. But we're going to kick off our new year with a show with Gary Kobat. And I think we're deciding between either December 27th at 7 p.m. or December 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Both of those will be Eastern. So we'll decide and let everybody know, but that'll that'll be fun, too. And I hope you'll all join in there. But um, Sally Huss, good morning and happy Thanksgiving. Good morning and happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Thank you so I'm much. Calling, I'm calling in from Colorado. How, uh, how's your weather out there? Is it? Um, we got snow yesterday it's here cold. in Maine. <laughs> it's coming. Um, so this show, we, we invite you to call in. There's also a live chat going on if you're on your computer. There's a live chat. Please give us a call at 646-787-8537 and press 1. And share what you are grateful for. Sally, what's something that, that you're grateful for? Well, of course, my family. My family, my friends, and uh, just being alive here and being, I'm 80, so I'm, I'm very happy to be alive. <laughs> we talk so about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for the life that I have lived and uh, am still living, so. That's what I'm grateful for today. I flat out asked it. you that the other day. I said, what's the trick? What's the trick to go from 51 to 80, Sally? And I loved some of your responses. Do you want to share some? That, I, I, can, you, I love... can you remind me what I said then? <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> well, I do, actually. You are vegan. Every once in a while, you, you might need meat here and there, but basically you, don't, you yeah. don't eat meat. And you said you drink ginger tea a lot. A lot of ginger tea, and I play tennis. I still play tennis, and I teach a little tennis. And um, I like to be with people, so it gives me an opportunity because a lot of older people are not 
able to interact with um, many people. They're just kind of isolated. So um, by playing tennis, I meet new people and uh, have, have a good time. And, uh, and uh, yeah. that's, that's yeah. my trick. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm super grateful. Active. Yeah, you do, definitely. And I'm super grateful for you. Um, we were able to collaborate. On, well, you, you know, you're, amazing you know you have over 100 children's books that you've done on your own and so I got to squeak in there and do a couple with you in collaborative form and they're near and dear to my heart one is a lesson for every child learning about food allergies and the other one is self-confident Sandy which complements another book you have called Positive Pete and it's just been such a joy to work with you this year so I, I just want to thank you so much. Well it's been my pleasure because you inspire me, and your uh, expertise in the area of food allergy was so helpful. And the idea of really creating a book that was just um, had everything in it that children need to know, not just the children who have food allergies, but the children, all children in the classroom or friends that need to know this about uh, food allergies and people who have these other children who have to live with this. And so it was, uh, it was really a pleasure. And then I yeah, get that to book, do all the illustrations. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have such great characters. They're they're almost like a the peanuts in the gang. Actually, <laughs> they they remind me of that a little bit. Where it's just you know the the characters are just so cute and and um you you just want to hug them through the through the book, and um yeah that that particular food allergy book has it's important on Thanksgiving too because you know we uh, those of us with food allergies are navigating a food holiday and so it's always an important reminder to keep your epi with you and um, just stay safe during the holidays with food allergies because you never know um, unless you know the cooking and know what's in the food and so forth it can be a dangerous holiday to navigate so um, I appreciate you talking about food allergies here on Thanksgiving and um, and so forth. By the way, if you hear pa- pans clanking in the background, water running, garbage mm-hmm. disposal, cats meowing, kids talking, that's my house. <laughs> there, we're all we're cooking. Um, so anyway, all right, good. Well, thank you. And um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna kind of open up the phone lines here a little bit because we've got a couple other. We're kind of all hosting this show today, really. And Marsha from. Los Angeles is joining us. Marsha Waiteka, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, good morning to all of you also. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. And while you might hear clicking pans in the background, I hear the crows off in the distance because they eat this time too. I'm thankful for them. So I've fed them. <laughs> yeah, we we cut up pumpkins this year. We cut our pumpkins in half and put them out in the yard. And the crows are beautiful actually crows bluebirds squirrels everything's eating all those seeds mm-hmm. they stay that's off the feeders that way yeah that's yeah you know you start a habit and and the wildlife expect to be fed it's not like well it's thanksgiving so we'll be here later no you this is about the time that you eat and so let's let's make sure you have your bird seed and let's make sure you have your uh, peanuts and life is just great and i am very grateful thank you Truly, Elizabeth, thank you so much for um, having me join you today. This is a pleasure. Well, so for everybody listening, this is this is Marsha Waiteka, and she um, is a is a we go podcast to podcast with Marsha because she's the host of the Born to Talk radio show, and also she's Born to Squawk on Instagram. <laughs> 
Which doesn't surprise <laughs> me that you started talking about birds right off the bat because you seem to have a complete fascination with birds, and I love that Instagram page. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I, it's been a joy. You know, you can, you have to have some diversity in your life. And but born to talk is my Instagram page, and I thought, but you can't put pictures of pelicans there, so that's when I thought, ah, squawk. Hmm. So that's how born to squawk started uh, 28 weeks ago and counting. I love it. So what are you great? What are you most grateful for? It's interesting. I listened to what Sally said, and I think that most of us would agree that we're so. And I put my hand to my heart when I say this. I'm so grateful for my family truly grateful for my family and while we can't all be together and that's unfortunate but thank you zoom um i am grateful for my family i'm grateful for my friends and let's not forget how grateful i am for my health because it's everything and we really know that today more than ever to be so humbly grateful for our health and i suppose the fourth thing is i'm very grateful for my connections I I am like you. I am a cog in a wheel. But without spokes, there is no wheel. I mm, love that. All right. Yeah, I I feel the same way. So so grateful for for health and and well-being right now. It's um it's we're navigating, aren't we? All of us. We sure are. It, it 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 seems like um one of the things that Chris Fuller and I talk about and um She's in Canada, so this really isn't her holiday. <laughs> but she, I don't even know if she's awake <laughs> to join us. We've been working kind of late at night on a new journal. But one of the things that we talk about is that during um, this pandemic, all of the other things that already were aren't just stopping to make way for, um, you know, another layer of an issue on top of it. Everything that was before even seems like it could be amplified. True, true. Yeah. Do do you, um, Sally? What do you think of that? Like uh, everything that was. Well, you know, one of the great spiritual uh, lessons is that we have to be uh, very grateful for the challenges that were presented. And so, um, if you look at it instead of uh, fearfully and avoidance in an avoidant way, um, and you look at it as, oh, this is another. Uh, challenge that I'm grateful for because who knows if I clear this this hurdle or not. But I'm grateful to extend myself to work on the things that I can do to make myself healthy enough and strong enough to um, to avoid these um, you know these uh, catastrophes, this difficulty, yeah. this difficulty that's there. Being grateful for the difficulties in our life is a good thing, you know. Yeah. It's a, another way of looking at it. That's a great way of looking at it. It's a grateful way of looking at it, actually, too. Where we call sometimes we call that the gratitude flip in uh, on the Best Ever You Network, where you you know you might have something happening to you that isn't the best, but if you can flip it or flip it around and find you know five grateful thing you know five things you're grateful for compared to that one thing it can kind of shift your attitude into maybe seeing what's happening in a different light um and sometimes that works for people and and sometimes it doesn't it just it kind of depends on what's going on but um dave strauss welcome and happy thanksgiving thank you and happy thanksgiving to you and and marcia and sally um, and everyone that's listening in, and, and good morning. 
Um, and, and obviously earlier morning for those of you out on the, on the West coast, um, it's a beautiful day. The sun is starting to peak out here in Charlotte, um, seven degree Thanksgiving weather. So we're, we're super excited for, for the day and, uh, happy to be here and started off spending it with you. You know, when I lived in California, I used to make fun of all the people in the Midwest and the East coast by putting our Christmas lights up dressed in shorts. <laughs> they used to, used to make people so mad, it's like, oh, because <laughs> so, it was warm. So did you just say 70? Yes, it's supposed to be 70 today. And, and I, I might admit that my brothers in the Chicago area that have already had snow, um, we may occasionally rub in our mild temperatures here that uh, they miss out <laughs> on during the wintertime. <laughs> Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. And Marsha probably, Marcia probably gets this all right. Marsha, it's funny. I do. What's it like there, Marsha? Well, Dave, I was just going to say you're beating us out because the high is expected to be 66 today, and we are in haze oh. right now as the sun is is attempting to give its glorious light. But uh, congratulations. I guess you win the, the, the weather contest today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely am not winning that one. It's icy, but I'm still grateful because it's, it, you know, it's it's beautiful no matter what. Especially when it starts snowing in Maine, it's always really pretty. It snows like a postcard. Um, Dave, what how's your uh, what do you guys do on Thanksgiving, and um, what are you most grateful for? Yeah, and and Thanksgiving is just you know one of those holidays, and and it kind of starts the the season. Um, and, and I think everybody just starts to feel that extra warmth in their, in their heart. And um, we have, um, you know, traditions, I think like everyone else. And I think it was Marcia said, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit smaller this year. We were supposed to travel to the Chicago area um, and have put that on hold. Um, but we just, you know, we start cooking and preparing different things um, the day before. So, um, you know, it's been warm in the kitchen from the oven since yesterday afternoon. Um, and, you know, our sons and daughters get involved. Um, so we really just enjoy and, and you know, make Thanksgiving about family, um, which I know we've all, you know, said that we're grateful and thankful for. Um, and, you know, I, I really like that idea of being thankful for health. Um, and, and for us, you know, it, it's not something that we've, you know, talked about a lot, um, but there's been, you know, a few health challenges, you know, through this year um, in our household. And, and this Thanksgiving looks completely, you know, different from last Thanksgiving. Um, and that's just something that I'm super grateful and, and thankful for. And, you know, again, I think even though we can't be, um, you know, maybe with our family like we have in prior Thanksgiving or with the extended family, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, grateful for everyone um, and with that distance. And, yes, very thankful um, for, for Zoom and uh, the Zoom call that we'll have uh, with my mom um, this afternoon. So uh, a lot to be thankful for, even in the midst of a, a challenging year, like you've all said. 
Yeah, one of my little nieces just texted me, and and um, they're watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, so I don't think she's going to be joining us. But um, she's just so cute, little Nora. Hi, Nora. <laughs> she's adorable. And um, she wanted to call in and, and so forth, but I think they're all kind of watching the, the parade uh, together. So um, we love the Macy's Day Parade. We're kind of, I, I'm pretty grateful that they, they did that this year, even you know, the the production of it is a little disjointed here and there, but it's, there's still floats going in New York. And I think it, you know, it's, it's a sign of pushing through and um, no matter what. So that, that's pretty cool. Um, Dave, do you want to, is your food going to, I'm going to ask it this way. Is your food going to change this year at Thanksgiving? Did you guys Um, change up? (laughs) Yeah. Is that the right right intro to that? Yeah. So, um, and, and I heard the, the, um, shout out, you know, to, to the way Sally eats. Um, and I guess just thank you as well for the inspiration and, and, and your lifestyle, um, and just being so vibrant, you know, regardless of, um, you know, the number of days that we've experienced on the calendar, um, but yeah, I mean, we're moving towards being, I'll call it plant-based and not vegan yet. Um, but our kids, you know, still, we have meat in the house. Um, so we're making, you know, a lamb and we are making a small turkey. Um, but we're also really trying to move towards, you know, no gluten, no dairy, um, you know, really minimal, if any, um, animal products. So, you know, we're, we're making some, uh, we're making a vegan cheesecake. Um, we're making, uh, the breads that we'll be making are with almond flour. Um, so, you know, we're, we're really trying to, to do things just a, a little differently and, uh, cut out some things from, uh, from the way that we've eaten previously. Your well, I, I hate to say your weight loss, but um, yeah, you you really changed up your the, your life, <laughs> weight loss, yeah. well being, healthy, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it, it looked amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. And and hi, Deb. You know, I, and hi, family. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Thank you, and and hi from from all of them to to you and, and your family too. Um, but yeah, I, I was just really, um, you know, not taking care of myself and um, you know living. I mean, what may be considered a, a typical lifestyle. Um, and, you know, work was a lot of breaks for lunch to fast food and carbonated beverages and um, after hours beverages. And, um, you know, I, I woke, up, woke up in a sense as I was approaching 40 um, and, and realized that I may have through my eyes, you know, still saw myself as um, closer to fit and lean. Um, but I wasn't, um, and I was, you know, getting to the age where um, continuing to, you know, live the way that I was, um, you know, could, would present health challenges, right. um, and I just little by little, you know, started to chop away at that, so to speak, um, 
and yeah, I've been fortunate and blessed. Um, overall, uh, you know, about 50 pounds. It's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? I, know, I knew you guys would do that. Yeah, once you heard what he did. Yeah. You, take a look at Dave. And, and most I mean, of that Dave, is, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, no. And, and most of that as a male, right? It was mostly, you know, centered in, in my midsection. Um, so, you know, I am Jewish, but was probably at a point where I could have played Santa um, in, <laughs> you know, Christmas celebrations. Um, but yeah, and we've just, you know, kind of continued to you know, research and learn more and, and modify how, how we eat um, and, you know, are now, you know, really kind of all organic. Um, when there is meat, you know, we try to do grass-fed um, and, and just try to be um, as, as healthy and as smart as possible. Do you um, feel better? Uh, I feel so much better. Um, Good. And it is, you know, these things that you take for granted and, you know, the relationship that I had with, um, you know, nightly antacids, for example, and, and things like that, I just don't experience anymore. Um, and I, I feel fantastic and um, knock on wood, so to speak, um, for that every day. Uh, I'm going to keep going with other calls. I'm so proud of you for sharing that. And I hope you'll maybe share like a before and after, um, even personally with just like Marsha and Sally and so forth, so they can Mm -hmm. see what you did and see the visual because it's incredible. Um, Caller from, so now I can't tell who you are, um, but there's a bunch of numbers here. I'm just going to kind of ask you, call out by area code. I won't say your whole phone number on air, Um, but caller from the eight. Four, five area code. Would you like to just listen or would you like to, to chat with us? Um, can you hear me? I can, I can hear you. you. Happy Thanksgiving. He- Happy Thanksgiving. It's Who Jill Mianovich. So oh, Jill. Have, I'm calling. Yes, I'm calling from Hi. Palo Alto, California. I'm so happy to be here with you. You're part of my family. We've known each other, you know, since I, I believe. Yeah, forever. It's been more than 20 <laughs> years. So very yeah. grateful to be on this call. Um, this is kind of like a tradition, you know, and it feels like beautiful to have this during this COVID pandemic. And um, I'm a very spiritual person, so I'm mostly connected to my, um, mostly grateful to my connection to the divine, um, you know, um, mm-hmm. and to the Dharma, the ancient teachings. Um, I'm so grateful to all of my teachers. You know, I've had incredible teachers from the Sufi path, from the Buddhist path, um, from the Vedic tradition, and majority of those individuals have dedicated their entire lives uh, to uplifting humanity and to, um, you know, helping people live a healthy lifestyle and to self-realize and to God-realize and to, um, you know, have oneness to see the light in everybody and treat everyone with kindness. So I'm actually doing my best to, you know, keep up with the traditions. And, um, you know, today I'm waiting for two um, nonprofits here in Palo Alto to let me know if they need volunteers. Um, You know, I wanted to make 50 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bring them over to give them to the people or if they need someone to serve. So, you know, for me, it's a different path. I'm, I'm grateful to, 
just like you and Sally and everyone else here to uplift others and to, you know, teach them to uh, live more consciously, kind of adapt Mahatma Gandhi's, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. high thinking, simple living lifestyle and to uh, help them shift to a vegan or a vegetarian diet to take care of, um, you know, their bodies, their homes, their families, you know, their communities, the whole world. Um, so a more in a service oriented mindset now than when I was years ago, even though I'm back in the business world. Um, and thanks for helping me get back into it. I really appreciate everything that you've done for me, the suggestions, um, you know, I'm the so recommendations. Proud of you. You, yes, you, so thank you. You really were like, Oh, what do I do? And you did it. You moved. You just flat out yeah. just Took took that leap of faith yes. and did it. I was so proud of you. I'm like, boy, that's going to be bumpy. But hearing you yes. now, uh, definitely yeah. bumpy. But you did it. And and you know I, that had to, I'm I think of you a lot because I'm I'm sorry I didn't recognize your phone number either. God, I know your phone number. Um, <laughs> duh. Um, that that's just I don't know what. Sorry. Um, the the that had to be so. Talk about, even if you need to talk about fear, because I know you're really strong and you don't like to talk about that, but like you moved and then the pandemic kind of hit. Were you just yeah, like, oh I no. <laughs> yeah. I arrived here in um, a little bit after 1 a.m. on Monday, March 9th, which yeah. is, you know, when the pandemic was here. I started my work on March 16th, the following Monday, and that was the only time I saw most of my coworkers. You know, then shelter in place was issued by our governor, Gavin Newsom, and everyone started working from home. So it was kind of like a surreal experience. And uh, during the entire time, you know, I will call it the hand of God and the protection. I, I felt that over myself, like like the divine was protecting me. You know, they, they gave me this job and they moved me from New York City to uh, the Bay Area. And they just gave me kind of like one week to prepare and then one day to receive all that I needed to receive. And then, you know, the, everyone trained me. This is also what I'm grateful for. Like everyone within the company stepped up and they trained me through Zoom, through Microsoft mm-hmm. Teams. Like people took out their Bravo. time. And, and many, people I haven't, yeah, many people I haven't seen in like or spoken to in more than like 15 years when I left the industry people took out their time to call me to explain different documents and form types. Um, you know, when I started, I didn't know anything about Adobe Acrobat. My director taught me, you know, he taught me like different things. And um, that's what I'm really grateful. I have an incredible team around me, you know, who is there for me. And they have supported me. So I'm gr- there's so much to be grateful for. Thank you. Well, I think I this mean, is enough that I've said. I mean, Hang on just a minute. I'm I'm muting background. Go ahead, Jill. Keep going. Yeah. So there's just so much that I'm grateful for, you know. And um, another thing that I'm grateful for is just coming back and looking at life with a different, you know, mindset, you know, going into work. And, and even though sometimes people are complaining, just kind of listen to them, like deep listening, and then just basically – like point them in the direction of positive thinking. Like, let's, you know, let's think positive about everybody. Let's give everybody a chance. Um, So I'm having a completely different experience in the business world than I used to in the past, 
Yeah, um, it sounds you know, like it. I, sounds like you got surrounded by love, and you know that. Yeah, I think that is so important for everybody to hear what you just said, um, because uh, you know, since my dad died, um, it didn't really, <clears throat> it didn't really um, hit me how hard people might be walking around with stuff that you just have absolutely no clue about playing in the background. So, you, you know, you might see somebody at work or in the grocery store or whatever, and they might smile at you and act like they've got, you know, you know, perfectly fine. But in the background, most people have one of four major things playing out from grief to finance to relationship stress to something and sometimes all, all four things. So I am, I'm so proud that people around you, you know, and you allowed them to help you. People recognize your need for yeah. help and you allowed it. That's so cool. Yeah, and that was really important. It was really important to speak the truth. And if I didn't, re- if I didn't really know something and if I wasn't sure about something, I needed to speak up and I needed to ask for help. And in the past, I was always afraid of doing that. Yeah. And that was like a lesson because I was like, well, what, you know, I kind of wrote down what didn't really work for me in the past. And I made sure that this time I was not repeating the same mistakes. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and every single day, you know, I made sure that I went outside and that I walked, that I, that I was receiving exercise. And like everyone else in the call, I was eating super healthy, eating organic food, cooking for myself. And, um, you know, I found dogs here in Palo Alto, so I'm kind of walking them, you know, for other people um, because I couldn't oh, really connect really? to everyone. Sorry. By the time oh, I came, God. everything was closed, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I'm walking dogs and it's it's – you know, I can hug them, I can kiss them, I can play with them. They give me unconditional love and I give it to them. Yeah, so I found something like, you know, what worked. And every single day, I still connect through my med- through Zoom to my meditation group in New York City. And that has really worked for me. You know, and our community is spread glo- globally, but most of the people are from New York City. And we come together and we pray, you know, we pray for the world, we chant. And at the end of, um, you know, our meditation call, everyone, you know, shares what they're going through. And listening to different people sharing things, like, changed my life. Some people lost their spouses. Some people lost their children. You know, some people lost their jobs. And, you know, when people really share, like, it it helped me and other people to heal. So, you know, it's kind of like just growing in, in different ways. So thank you for yeah. this opportunity. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, there's so much going on. And so really that, that pause to help other people and listen and so forth that you're describing is, is so important. Um, I want to come back to um, animals in just a minute. So don't hang up, okay, Jill? Just hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take another call here. Yes. Um, so I'm going to open the phone line again. And um, caller, if you don't want to talk, just let me know. Um, but call from the 850 area code. Would you like to just listen or would you like to chime in? Call from the 850. Great. Hi. Um, I, I don't know who this is. Hello. <laughs> Thank Jean. you for calling in. It's, oh, Jean. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Oh, I'm so glad you're with us. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. So what are you grateful for? 
Everybody sit well, back. For starters, got a long I'm grateful list. for you. Thank you. You've How about been, the kitty? Um, you've been a bright light in my life for, what, seven mm-hmm. years now? Been a while. Yeah, we met in Florida. Can I, um, can I let – so Jean is a – um, a long-standing, probably from the get-go, Jean, member of the Best Ever You Network, and Jean, um, will you? I love it when you tell people about your autism, that because I think you are. I hope more people follow all the messages that you put out every day. I think it's just powerful the way you treat people. It's just amazing. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, being autistic isn't easy. Um, no. And and I, I don't want to say especially, but in some ways, especially, I mean, and, and again, that's caveated because I don't want to uh, minimize anybody else's experiences, but in some ways, especially being, quote, high-functioning autistic, I hate that mm-hmm. label for one thing. I know but, you do. But the thing about autism is that you're, you're not sort of autistic or very autistic. You're autistic. Um and autism, they call it a spectrum, but I consider it sort of a spectrum of spectrums. It's like you don't have one trait as an autistic. You have a bunch of different um, traits that that are loosely um, categorized that define or that um, that are used to diagnose and um the condition of autism and each person has those traits to a greater or lesser extent. So just because I might be bright and I might uh, be brilliant, for not 44 bright. Years. <laughs> brilliant, not Thank bright. You. Brilliant. Yeah. Keep going. Thank <laughs> you. And, you know, you. and just because I've been married for 44 years and had a, a 35 year long career in it doesn't mean that autism hasn't been hard for me and the hardest thing for me I think about being autistic you know for me personally has been in fact has been that has been that people look at me and say oh you're not autistic you're fine but then I'm not fine and then they also look at all my little quirks and foibles and hold them against me and don't realize that I'm autistic (laughs) And right. that's why they're there. Um, and, and it's hard because, you know, there's this, there, there's this tendency to look at people and say, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. And you're just using it as an excuse than it is to actually try to understand. And, and so that's been something I've tried for seven years with, you know, in my mind, little success to try to convey to people is that just because you think I'm fine doesn't mean I'm fine. And just because I'm not fine doesn't still mean I'm not good. Like, you know, well, you I, know, I've, I've said, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, I've, I've had several posts lately where I, I've um, sort of followed the same train of thought. And that is, Things aren't, you aren't happy or sad. You can be both. Things aren't easy or hard. They can be both. You know, things aren't black or white. They're usually both, you know. 
And and so that's the thing about um, about being autistic. It's like I mean, autistics are people. We're, we're people, just like any other person, and we have a lot of the same. Um, I want to say problems, stresses, um, struggles, but we have them differently. And yeah. and it's yeah. hard, I understand, it's hard for me to understand you. It's hard for me to understand anybody else. So I understand that it's hard for people to understand um, why it's different or how it's different to be well, autistic, like the, especially like for somebody that... who looks the same. Yeah, I like the fact that you take the time to learn about other people. But I, what I wanted you to know too, and I think I think a lot of people know this, but you know, you're just so near and dear to my heart. When I get up in the morning and I grab my phone, um, you know, not first thing in the morning or anything like that. But when I finally do pick up my phone, the first person I check on and read and so forth is everyday Gene Williams. I always check Aww. my phone every morning to see how you are, what you've, what you're doing. And especially when you were in the hospital, I think that was, was that earlier this year or was that late last year? Because you were, you were, you were pretty scared. I've been sick so many times. Um, I know. You know but that it, was, it's getting that harder. Was and, you know, that, that's the other thing about being autistic is autism has a lot of comorbidities and, and many autistic people, I can't say all or even most, I don't know that for a fact. But many autistic people have many other significant health issues, um, and I definitely do have those. Um, but yeah, it, it's been rough, and it's been rougher, especially getting later um, in yeah. life. You know, I'm I'm 65 now. I'm not young. I'm not afraid to say that. Um, and and 65 somehow well. You know, I can't ignore the fact that they say the average lifespan for autistics is 53. And the average lifespan for autistics born the year I was born, you know, your average lifespan gets greater the older you actually live. So the average lifespan for people born the year I was born is 63, and I'm now 65. Um. You know, and and I don't know that that necessarily means I'm going to die tomorrow or anything, and I hope it doesn't. But it, it has, definitely has meant that I'm feeling my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's we... hard because, admittedly, I'm very bad at taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm good at everybody else, but I'm lousy at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's that's um, that's hard because not every day can be perfectly consistent and so forth. So that, that I I feel you in that. Um, with the, it's, it's hard to, I know that you struggle with that, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but, um, but I mean, maybe that's something for the new year we I can love, work on. I love sharing love and, and, you know, as you noted every morning, my first task in my morning is, um, to put out somewhere between four and eight or so, um, memes mostly about love, um, yeah. There are are other topics I touch on, especially autism, Um, but, you know, and and I post occasionally, I post poems, which are fun, but I post also occasionally things, um, admittedly struggles about how life is hard, and I've gotten some 
press back on those people saying, well, they're down and they're negative. And I'm like, no, they're real. They're real. You know, yeah. It's like, I can't pretend that being autistic is easy and expect you to understand. Like to me, if I share what my struggles are, then I help other people to see, you know, reality that I'm going through the things I'm going through, but yet I still love everybody. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I still like, you know, we've moved up here. I, I have not seen a person since eight, the 8th of March. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't talked to anybody other than my husband since the 8th of March. Um, so my view has basically been out my window. There's a stand of bamboo. And it's been that same view pretty much every day since the 8th of March. We do have an orange tree that's starting to get oranges on it. They're turning orange. They're worthless oranges. They taste terrible, but they're pretty. Um, <laughs> but but to me, the, the point is that I love the, um, the way the sun dances off the leaves of the bamboo and the interplay of the shadows and the light um, as it plays on the leaves. And, and that's my view for, like, what, pushing a year now. And, um, and that's where I have to find the gratitude comment. and solace and peace. And, um, you know, and, and one of the things that I appreciate about being me is that I can do that. Um, oh, I love that you just that said that. Wait, can I interrupt you? What? Yeah. Can I interrupt you? Oh, yeah. Marsha, did you hear that? One of the things yes. I love about being me, Jean, I'm hijacking you for just a second here because that's a powerful sentence because that's not one a lot of people utter. You know, I, I, I thank you for allowing me to open the mic up because while you were talking, I thought I need to find this guy on Facebook. So let me just tell you all, because I have found him, you spelled Jane, J-E-A-N, William. Marsha. And I've just girl. added you as a Marcia. friend because, Marcia. oh, my God. Jean, Marcia, we, Jean, we, girl. We, girl. Jean, we, girl. I got to interrupt you. Oh, Jean is a girl. Jean I'm so William. sorry. Well, no wonder it wasn't spelled properly. I'm. Uh, thank you for correcting that. Because I wasn't clear about that. So, Jean, accept my voice. apology. Um, I love what you stand for. And I love how you identify yourself. And it's powerful. And we all walk our own journey. Your journey is different from my journey, different from Elizabeth, different from Sally. And when you can speak your own truth, which is what you've just done, you not only influence yourself, but you influence others. And people listening, and, and I, I, I do apologize. I just, I was so taken by what you were saying. And I, I got to tell you, I'm on your page, and you studied at Cornell. I mean, I, the, I, I'm a bird person. Are you kidding? I mean, we could talk about a lot of things. And... I just, I love the fact that Elizabeth is such a 
powerful connector. I don't think she even recognizes truly her connection and how so many of us have been influenced and have such gratitude between her between percolate between the journal between her relationship with Sally between her relationship with Jenny and all of the and all the different people Deb Landry all the people that I have had the incredible fortune of meeting because of Elizabeth because Elizabeth Elizabeth is true Elizabeth isn't walking in a game Elizabeth is authentic She's transparent, and she's so lovable. Oh, oh it's, but it's the truth. And I just, the, the worst thing about this pandemic is not being in Maine with you, one of my favorite states. Maybe next fall I will invite myself to your beautiful property. You're welcome anytime. And we will you can spend some up. time. I'm here. You know, I, and so, I, Gina, I want to just ask you a really quick question where I know we're running a little bit short on time. But with all that you're doing, how do you personally find your balance between your work and your lifestyle? Where, where do you go? Uh, I suspect that you're a meditator. Tell, tell me how you find balance in your life. Well, I mean, to me, the, the answer to that is easy. Um, well, it's easy and it's hard, but it's easy at its root. And that is that I believe that everything is rooted in love. And Mm -hmm. when things stress me or when I'm lonely or when I miss, I remember, I try to remember, like, I'm missing people a lot right now, obviously, since I haven't seen anybody since March. Um, Mm -hmm. And being autistic, I'll, I'll fit this in real quick. I had spent a lot of my life in a hole, um, being afraid to come out. I've, I've loved people my whole life, but I'm afraid of them because I don't understand them. Um, but um, I, I had spent a lot of my life really struggling um, and afraid to deal with people. So over the last few years, I've really made an effort at reaching out. And so the, the um, pandemic has been hard because I feel like I've lost a lot of the connections I worked so hard to make. Um, But every time I remember that, I try to go back to remembering why they're important to me because I've been blessed with finding people around me that I just love so much. Um, And even if their presence has been taken away from me, the love I have from them is mine that like nobody mm-hmm. can take that. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's what I try to go back to. And to fit it in here really quick, since it's important to me, my life goal um, as an autistic person has been to try um, to prove to myself and to the world that love is more important. Um, love is more important than differences or awkwardness or, um, you know, I've tried to prove to the people Amen. that I care about most. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's it, perfect. It's, it's more important than presentation. Like, if I love you awkwardly, I still love you. And I mean, I love like a kitten. I I may be annoying <laughs> sometimes, but I love you, and it's pure, and it's simple, and um, and that's all oh, it should be. So true. 
Can we? Yeah, and that's beautiful, Jean. And and I just want to say, um, this is this is Dave Strauss, and and I too see your your tweets, your memes every day, and, and it's so inspirational. Um, and and just that message of of regardless, and and we all know right now, and and especially on social media, it, it's so easy to be distracted by noise and tribal rantings. Um, but if you want to just see a feed, take in a feed that's just constant, sure. like true, just clear love. Um, follow Gene on on social media. Um, mm-hmm. It, Jean it, Williams. Just thank, oh, no. thank you. Yeah. Jean, yeah. What's, yep, your, what's your Twitter address? JW. She there? Dave? Well, yeah. Can I you hear me, Dave? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I think I it's was at mute. Um, I was trying to figure out how to get back to mute. I'm JWILLIA11 oh. <laughs> on Twitter. Okay, I'll make sure we put that address there. Dave, thank you for that because, yeah, I do the same thing. She, her her Twitter feed, her Facebook feed, and everything is just pure. Uh, it's, yeah. Gina, are you still doing yeah. your and, art? And there's just been so many beautiful thoughts this morning. Um, yeah. And just thank you to Jill and to Jean. And, and just Don't go to, just yet. You know, one more thing. Yeah, one echo, <laughs> echo Marsha, too. Um, just the way... You know, Elizabeth, we're all so grateful for you and how effortlessly mm-hmm. you connect everyone. Um, it, it's just, it's just amazing. And, and I love you guys. Marsha, yeah, I don't know anything else, Marsha, you want to add about those importance of, of connections, um, especially, you know, right now, as we're all saying during the pandemic. Sally's right. back too, Sally. Go ahead, Marsha. Yes, yes, well, I had to. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask Jill a question, if it's okay. Is Jill still on the line? She is. Jill. Jill. I don't know if she's muted though. Hang on, give her one second. Jill, okay. can you unmute? I'm here. Sorry. Yes. There can you go. hear me? Hi, I'm Jill. Here. Yes. Jill, I was. I'm looking on. The, I'm on the page. I'm on Jean's page, and I'm seeing a picture of her cat. And I'm I am petless at this time. But can we talk a little bit more about dogs? And um, tell us a little bit about, because I think, Dave, you also have a dog as well? Yeah, we do. We do a, a Labradoodle named Cubby. Oh, God, they're my favorite. Is it a medium, <laughs> a medium or a large? Uh, he's supposed to be a medium, but he's a, he's a mini medium. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a smaller guy. And he, he himself is kind of a blessing um, uh-huh. because... You know, we had to look for a dog that was less allergenic. Um, Absolutely. So we've we've really been fortunate to be able to bring him into the home um, and be able to keep him in the home. And deck him out with a Cubs collar. <laughs> oh, <God>. Well, hey, <laughs> no they didn't win, though. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, sorry, or baseball. Or sorry, I'm from L.A. Baseball when you mentioned the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I goofed that and I'm a baseball mom. Sorry. Thinking of bears, yes, thinking of them crap about the bears. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh but, gosh. But Jill, are Jill? Did your phone get unmuted? You there? Yes, I'm listening to you, but I'm I'm walking two dogs on the street as I'm listening to you. So I'm oh my mute goodness! And oh wow! 
Do you want well, to talk about your complicated little doggies? Me. I'm watching the Macy's Parade and my husband called. <laughs> so we'll, we'll wrap up here, but I, I do want to talk about dogs a little bit more because, Jill, can you talk about just how special dogs are to your life and world? Yes. Um, you know, I consider them to be angels, and um, it's really been interesting because each dog has a completely different personality and the way they express themselves. And it's been really interesting that I've been able to see the dogs who, um, you know, were adopted from a shelter. Um, They're very defensive when it comes to their food, and they're very aggressive. And then you have, you know, some of the ones who, um, you know, the family just took them from a friend or someone loved one when they were born soon afterwards. And they're just completely like... um, Mushes of love. So I have been able to see even through animals that when, you know, these beings are abused, they're going to become aggressive and they're not going to trust. And they need a lot of love to feel safe. And that's what I've really realized is the same thing with people. Like Elizabeth Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, people are walking around with all sorts of things inside of them and in their lives. And we have no idea you know, what's going on. And the same thing is happening with dogs. And, um, you know, they, they need love. Um, they need good food, you know, like we can actually cook for them and we can prepare like, you know, rice with uh, vegetables and give them healthy food. Like in yoga, we called it sattvic food, meaning like it's fresh, it's live, it has chi, prana, energy. Um, so, you know, what we give the animals really matters. If we take them outside, like today I'm actually walking and I have my phone and headphones. Usually I don't do this. When I'm with them, I'm with them 100%. You know, and I usually take them for at least an hour walk and then, um, you know, I take them to a playground. It's like a, it's um, by a high school and they have a huge field outside and I let them off the leash and they can run around and it makes a big difference and I could really see you know like the twinkle in their eyes and it's helping me get healthier you know Mm -hmm. I I run with them and I play with them and I laugh with them and you know many times I'll just turn on the music and I'll Mm -hmm. pick one of them up in my hands and I rock them like a baby and I dance and I have fun, and I think, I love it. you know, dogs bring out the best in us, and during this pandemic, that's one of the things I would recommend to someone, just, you know, foster a dog, or see if, you know, someone in your neighborhood who is elderly needs somebody to walk a dog, and, yep. uh, you know, just volunteer, mm-hmm. or or just, you know, tell a friend, you know, if you want to go for the holidays, I'll take care of your dog. Great so, idea. You know, it, makes, it makes a big too. difference. You know, it, and if every it single day you walk up. with a dog for an hour in the morning and maybe 45 minutes at night, you're going to be a lot healthier. Yeah. And you we know? have to bring in cats because um, so yes. I mm-hmm. love cats and dogs, but there's a oh, there's some big time cat people on this call. I know you because you're with me and I have a podcast kitty. I have a feral cat mm-hmm. that I rescued who um, has co-hosted every single show. And um, I know that she loves you guys and is listening because she'll come out of her cat condo to 
sit on my lap while we do the radio <laughs> shows and stuff. And then she, the other day, she was throwing her toy all around while I was on the show with Dave, all that squeaking and everything in the background. <laughs> Yesterday was the cat trying to play while we were on the show. So, and Jean, you just rescued two kitty cats. What are their names? Yes. Or three? Um, Did you get the third? Well, so, no, I not yet. I'm hoping to. <laughs> I lost yet. my um, 19 and a half year old um, Maine Coon cat muffin. Yep. Um, it, right before the COVID lockdown um, in the beginning of March. And actually the last thing I did before I've never seen anybody is pick up the first of my two um, gives from the Orange County Animal Shelter. She, I was sent there actually to look at a different cat, but the other cat wouldn't let anybody near the cage even. She was just very, very um, frightened and aggressive. But while I was waiting for them to try to figure out what to do with her, the cat in the cage across the across the aisle from her, I was sticking my fingers in there, and she rolled over on her back and stuck her head out and touched my fingers with her nose and looked at me a little bit, and I'm like, okay, this is my cat. And her name is Tippy. She's a calico. Um, and she's just a standard domestic short hair. She's cute and very, she has the most expressive face. And she is very expressive. She's mm-hmm. a lot of personality. Um, hey, Sally, then, may I interrupt for a moment? Yes. Because I know we're getting close to the end. Sally, do you yes. do you have pets? Do you have dogs and cats? Well, we have a dog, um, a little a boxer, but I have a cat I want to tell you about that is a feral cat, and, and there are several ferals in our neighborhood. And this particular cat is at the bottom of the pecking order. I've never seen such a bedraggled cat, and she's one ear is clipped off. Somebody bit part of her ear off. She's got holes in her ears where a cat had either bitten her or something, and she, at one point, had was limping with her her leg. She couldn't put her leg down. All these things. And this cat, I don't think, has ever been touched. And I put the food out for her, only for her, and shoo the other cats because they mm-hmm. can fend for themselves. And this little cat, I just love this cat. She's so protective and so alert all the time. And I watch and watch how she acts. And now she's let me touch her tail to begin with, and now I can touch the last couple of days. I can just pet her on her back. But I really think she's never been touched. And, um, you know, I talk to her. She comes, and sometimes she just comes to talk, and she meows in such a way that you think she's hurt. But she's not. She just wants Mm -hmm. to talk. And so I go and sit with her, and we, we have this sort of conversation, and I ask her about her day and this and that. I call her Tiger Lily because she's orangey with stripes. <laughs> but, um, you know, she's a sweet cat and, and so sweet. <laughs> you know, she knows I love her, and but she's so protective of her uh, of herself. And it's really amazing. What, uh, you know, you know Sally, this is... This is so funny. This is the serendipitous part of conversations because yeah. I also feed a feral cat. I've been feeding yeah. Sprinkles for the last five years. She <laughs> started somewhere across the street with a bunch of college boys, and then they left, and then she was here. And then evidently she had kittens down the street, 
and uh, my neighbor down the street had her had her neutered, so her ear is also clipped. She is very similar in colors to what what you've just described. And my yeah. mornings start every day with me sitting on the lower step of my porch, so that and with yeah. my legs bent, so it looks like a bridge. And um, Sprinkles goes in and out of my legs, in between. She looks up. She looks down. I pet her. Oh, she's got a little burr. Oh, let's see if we can get that off. She's a, she's long-haired. <laughs> and then it's like, well, do you want to eat Sprinkles? So I open the door. I come into the house. She will come into the house as far as my dining room. Do not close the door because she will yes. she will panic and run. She she has to have the door open. I understand that. Yeah. We have a little conversation. I get the cat food. I speak to her. We we, we it's the it's those eyes, right? The eyes look up into your face and you're going, "Oh my god, this is just love, pure love." So when I travel, what I don't think she should be fed. I know I'm not the only one that feeds her because she sleeps across the street, too. I I have somebody, one of my neighborhood teenagers, they will come and they will feed her if I'm traveling. God knows we haven't been traveling in the last year. But same with the birds. What, am I not going to feed the birds and the squirrels because I'm on vacation? Well, gee, you're, you're out of luck. Of course not. You start a habit with these outdoor animals, and it's it's incumbent upon us to continue it. I happen to have a beautiful yard with a fountain so I have hummingbirds that come in and out. You know, I, I have a magnificent area for animals to enjoy my yard. And some days, you know the, how they call it a murder of the crows? It's like I, I have the neighborhood roosters. They are so loud. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not too. kidding. We have them oh in our my backyard. Gosh. Oh gosh, Elizabeth. Sometimes I've counted them up on the on the on the telephone line before they're ready to swoop in. Sometimes there's as many as thirty five. Okay, yeah. that's a lot of crows. Oh, and yeah. thank you, Costco, for for letting me buy my peanuts at a cheaper price. And they 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 <laughs> want to eat. And so I understand when you talk about your cat. They they bring us. We we get as much from them as as they get from us. It's a mutual love, and it's kind of like what we're doing now by just sharing gratitude and appreciating what we have, as opposed to thinking about what we don't have. And when you were talking about food earlier, I, I'm sorry to chime in like this. My daughter, who is 43 years old, she's not listening, so she won't care. Um, she became a vegetarian at 11, all right? Nobody else in the family is a vegetarian. So when we would do Thanksgiving, we had to make certain that there was food that she would eat because she wasn't going to eat that smoked turkey. And today as we gather together, the, her, her husband, and my I, I call a son from another mother, we will be together, the four of us, we're having macaroni and cheese, her favorite famous recipe <laughs> of mac and cheese we will Bravo. make it together it's it's the best and so i'm so grateful i'm i'll zoom with my son but we will try to keep our tradition as as alive as possible under these conditions and that's when yeah. you just say thank you you know i'm reading the secret you've probably all read it but I am so aware now of gratitude in a level that is much deeper than before that I want to say thank you because I mean it. 
I'm not going to say thank you because I hope I get something good. I'm saying thank you. Thank you for the hot shower today. Thank you for my cup of tea. Thank you for this call. Thank you for this connection. Jean, you and I, we need, we need to talk because I have some connections to the autistic world that I really want to connect you to because that's what I live for. So I, I just, I'm so grateful, Elizabeth, that you have put this together. That is the gratitude we can all share regardless of where we're living today. Brilliantly Yeah, that's, put. that's amazing. And, and I think we all, you know, always can find something, even if we have to dig, you know, to be grateful for. And I think one of the things that, that stood out to me in what you all were saying um, and just the connection with nature and animals um, and a, how giving you all are of yourselves and your time. Um, but I think it just kind of stood out to me additionally, because again, talk about, um, you know, the differences now, and if we want to look at them as challenges, um, but there's still so much we can do every day um, and just enjoying nature and taking care of those around us um, in human and animal form. I thought that was beautiful. Um, and Elizabeth, I don't know if there's anything you want to add there or take it away. Well, we're, we're, we're recording now. We've gone over an hour. So I want to be respectful of everybody's time and um, probably wind up. But if, if there's anything anybody wants to, to say in, as we wind up, just, uh, just say, maybe say it now. Um, maybe I'll go through one by one so everybody can, um, with the phones we have activated. Um, I'm sorry if I didn't get to all of your calls. There are a lot of people on this call. Um, I invite you to type in a comment. Um, we'll put a blog up on besteveryou.com about the call too, and you can um, always connect with any of us in um, Facebook. Um, but Sally, did you want to uh, maybe take close us out? If you are, oh I'm my, sure. this has been a wonder, wonderful no conversation. I had to leave it shortly, <laughs> but okay. um, I'm so glad to have uh, met and heard uh, the comments of. Uh, so many uh, people who've, um, ex- you know, it's uh, we all have different experiences in life, and and uh, yet um, the same themes of appreciation um, that go that run through it. You know, you live long enough, you certainly um, realize um, the value of of the help that you get because we're helped in so many ways that we don't even know. On um, the invisible world is just full of um, angelic forces, that you might say, who, who are guiding us and helping us. And the same with the world. We have to just uh, realize that we're in, you know, we're in bigger hands than our own. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, I'm, I'm grateful for all of that. And I'm very, very happy to have met uh, people through Elizabeth. And my, my relationship with Elizabeth has been uh, a real treasure. So, but thank you. Mm-hmm. And I wish you all the very best today and every day. All right, everybody. Um, Thank you all for being with us today, and I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. And um, I'm just so grateful for all of you and grateful for my family and my kids and my husband and our cats and our our angel doggy who passed away earlier this year and all that. So I loved hearing about all your doggies, and that was a really good idea to go walk somebody else's dog. I think it was Jill who was out walking other people's dogs. So that's a good idea. I might take you up on that one because I sure miss my doggy. 
Um, all right. Lots of love to everybody. Thank you so much. And um, just take care and have a really great day. All right. Anybody Thank else? Thank you, Elizabeth. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for Happy listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.